nurse touches every single human being at some time in their lives. I think sometimes people don't realize how hard it is to be a nurse. We have to have a lot of stamina. We have to understand what, what makes people tick. That in itself will allow people to start listening to us. We really are nurse leaders. We just have to give ourselves permission to be that. This is Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana. Welcome to The Voice of Humana Nurses, a podcast about clinicians committed to improving lives. Join me, other nurses from Humana, and special guests as we discuss topics nurses care about. Hello, everyone. In today's episode, I'm honored to host Dean Catherine Tart. Dean Tart is the Humana Endowed Dean's Chair in Nursing at the University of Houston. And in this episode, we'll talk about nurses as leaders and the value that having more nurses in leadership brings to advancing and transforming healthcare in America. Welcome to the Voice of Humana Nurses, Dean Tart, and thank you for taking the time to talk to us about this really important topic that I know we're both so passionate about. Before we get into the heart of the conversation, we always like to get to know our guests a little bit. So for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who is Dean Tart? Well, thank you, Kathy, so much for inviting me to participate in this conversation. Uh, and you are correct. Uh, nursing leadership is a place that's near and dear to my heart. As a nurse, and I've always wanted to be a nurse, love being a nurse, and it's best thing I could have ever done in my life. Um, I wake up every day and I can't get, wait to get to work. And celebrating Nurses Week this past week has, has been just a joy. Besides being a nurse, cardiovascular is my background and I've been teaching for a number of years and now am the founding dean for the University of Houston. So I've, I have been nursing for quite some time. People always ask, are you still a nurse? And absolutely, I'm still a nurse. You cannot be a nursing faculty member without being one. Um, I have a family, just like everybody else uh, would have, perhaps. And I uh, have a, a wonderful husband and uh, have a wonderful career. So I think it's all about keeping ourselves healthy and and. Um, fit and making sure that we are taking care of ourselves so we can take care of our other people. And some of those people for me currently are our students. And so making sure that our students have every opportunity for success and um, becoming the future generation of nurses. Uh, so that's a little bit about who I am and, and why I like what I do. Very well said. Thank you. So, Dean Tart, the nursing profession is constantly evolving to meet the contemporary health needs of our society. And now with 4 million strong, 4 million nurses in the United States, nurses really make up the largest part of America's healthcare workforce. Can you help us look back a little bit and maybe touch on how you've seen nursing evolve over the past few years? Sure. Um, I believe as a profession, nursing has always been about caring for patients. I think sometimes people don't realize how hard it is to be a nurse. Um, they don't realize that you have to be a brilliant individual, smart, understand uh, the pathology and the pathophysiology of how the human works. Not only that, but we have to understand the psychology and what, what makes people tick. We have to have a lot of stamina. We have to have a super caring heart, obviously, but it's, it is hard work. And I think that in that hard work, sometimes people just didn't 
quite know what nurses did. Um, nurses used to wear hats all the time. That was a handmaiden kind of symbol. Uh, but I think over the last few decades, we have become more highly trained. Um, we have very difficult uh, curricula that we teach our students. Every nurse uh, that a college produces is a gift to society. Um, so I do believe that um, we have really uh, honed our skills, um, have evidence-based practice in our education, and um, produce the, the very best qualified people that we can to safely care for our, our, our constituents and our, our community. Again, very well said. I'm, I'm silent clapping for you here. Um, very well said. Uh, what are some of the things that you think have driven the evolution in nurses that you described? Well, I, I really would like to talk about the uh, influential work of the Institute of Medicine and its report on the future of nursing, leading change, advancing health. And that as was really a seminal work um, and has really helped us in practice and in education to move forward uh, and has made a, a, a lasting change um, within the um, leadership of nursing. Yeah, I would agree with you again. And, and as we look now, uh, the work extends 2020 to 2030 even. So really put a spotlight on nursing as a profession and as an advanced clinical profession too. So important. Can you talk a little bit now about um, nurses as leaders and why it's so important to teach those skills and to support the development of those skills with nurses? Leadership is something we teach in our nursing programs. However, it is not a concept that I believe that we take really to heart. We think more about leadership at the bedside. So nurses are really in every part of our community. If you think about it, uh, if, if your listeners think about it, nurses care for people from pre-birth to end of life to death. So we are there through the whole spectrum, the whole continuum of life. A nurse touches every single human being at some time in their lives. And so I think that we look at our patients very holistically and we look at all the different pieces that shape that person's lives. When we walk into a patient's room, we are really choreographing how we see that day unfolding for that patient based on what their needs might be. Or we're choreographing how we see that operating room uh, exists for that patient during that specific time in their lives. So nurses are very much about paying attention to those details. We we're very lucky we get to look deep into a person's life. We get to see them at their most vulnerable moments, and we kind of hold that very dear and with, with confidence and with confidentiality. Um, we help them struggle uh, through, through some of their lowest moments of life. And I think that's what makes it so special about being a nurse because you are there and you have to understand what that person's going through and how can you get them to the best possible outcome um, that, that they need for their health or even in their illness. How can we help them adapt um, to the best possible care that is there for them? And I think patients and their families understand that. 
the um, Americans have told uh, the Gallup poll for the last 17 years in a row that they trust nurses more than any other profession. And it is humbling, I do believe, Kathy, don't you, that, you know, we have the public's trust and they love us, uh, but yet many times we are what I call the quiet voice. Nobody really hears from us because we're in the background, we're taking care of all of those small pieces, and we're just really not at the forefront. And I believe nurses need to lift their voices and let the community who has placed this great trust in us, let them hear from us. We really have not been good about teaching or, or being part of that leadership voice for health for our public. Right. I think in any role that a nurse plays, in every role that a nurse plays, nurses are leaders and should be leaders and really do need to um, speak up and, and be that strong advocacy voice at the table to really, you know, you have that trust. You can't have relationships without trust. And, and that's pretty awe-inspiring that nurses have led the Gallup poll for 17 years in a row. But we all knew that, right? Um, we understand <laughs> We understand that relationship. And I think that's why yeah. many of us became nurses, too. Just we get the joy out of that relationship, too. Um, but just kind of going back to um, the voice of the nurse and how important it is um, to not only be trusted, but to be heard. Um, there was a 2018 replication of a study that was done in 1997, the Woodhull study on nursing and the media. And something that was really shocking was that nurses were identified as the primary source of information of healthcare news stories only 2% of the time. Um, and this was the same result that 20 years earlier we got. So it's an area that we don't seem to be making um, progress. What do you see as some of the barriers to using nurses as sources in news stories, as clinical experts? Yes, we know that nurses spend more time with patients than any other health care provider. And as you said earlier, we are the number one area for the health care workforce. We have 4 million nurses strong. So I think a lot of times we don't think about lifting our voices. I think a lot of times we do think about the confidentiality of our patients and we don't go out and talk about, oh, we cared for so-and-so or we took care of somebody else's family or we keep that all in confidence. We've learned to do that. And I think within that confidence, uh, we just don't talk about those patients particularly. And so consequently, we don't talk about patient care at all. And I also believe that, you know, we're the ones who understand what's going on. We are the ones who have seen the story and watch it unfold. But yet people will go to other folks to listen to the story. There may be biases about women as nurses. After all, the majority of nurses are women. That's changing. Uh, we're having more and more men in nursing. But I think that sometimes our journalists, our newsrooms, our PR folks, public relations folks, uh, don't really know the role of the nurse. And because they don't know the critical role of the nurse, they don't think to ask the nurses questions. Uh, they have no clue that, you know, nurses with doctoral degrees or nurses with master's degrees are really leading so many various areas within the healthcare framework. And 
they 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 don't think. Everybody thinks, well, let's go to the doctor. Well, the doctor might have been with that person, you know, for an hour in surgery, but the nurses are the ones who are doing all the care around that surgical procedure. So the nurses are people who are in the know, and I think by us being the quiet caregivers, people don't really realize what the nurses' um, main role is and how we see and we know why when somebody is hungry or why when somebody might be isolated or what are the social determinants of health that impact our our world and our patients' livelihoods. So we have to lift our voices, and I think we struggle with that just as a profession in general, but we should be lifting our voices. Yeah, I agree with you. I think maybe part of it is nurses take care of things, sometimes just to the outside seeming effortlessly. I don't know that we always let people in to understand the complexity, to understand the depth of knowledge and experience that nurses have. Um, And I, I think that there's a real opportunity for our community as nurses to really lift our voices up so that we can ensure that we do have a seat at the table, we do have a voice there. What do you see as some of those opportunities or some actions that um, you can see that nurses might take to, you know, to gain that seat at the table, to gain that credibility and, and have people come to, um, to us as the experts? Well, there are a, n- a number of things. Um, I, like, I really do like using the Institute of Medicine's report on the future of nursing. It gives us eight really wonderful recommendations, and all of these recommendations are supported by the literature. Um, But I think that as we transform nursing education, we are expanding the diversity uh, of our our nurses and increasing the number of nurses who serve in leadership roles, for example, on a board or um, in any area that we have to pay attention to how can we use policy help to change laws, how to improve people's access to high quality affordable care, because this is what we do. This is who we are at, at, at our core is caring for individuals, and we know how to do that. So it's really important for us not to be afraid <laughs> for us to say, yes, I will serve on that board, or I will... Uh, I will run for a, a seat uh, in my school district, or the city may have volunteer boards that people can sit on or, or run for. These are things that you may, a nurse may think is totally outside of their scope, but it's not. People really do want to hear from nurses, and they're are very numerous ways, um, sitting on scholarship committees, sitting on any kind of committee within our hospital um, to make sure that we are providing the best care possible, sitting on the board of directors at a hospital, which hospital or which uh, healthcare institution has a nurse sitting on the decision-making of that board because they're the ones who are what we call at the sharp end of the care. So nurses should step up. Nurses should say, hey, I can serve. We're boots on the ground. We can help you. Nurses should 
not say no. They should say, okay, I'm nervous about this, but I'm going to do it anyway and just move forward because we have to be the ones. No one else will speak for us. And if we don't speak for us, guess what? Other people will speak for us and about us. And that may not be the story that we want told. So it is important. It is very important to to make sure that uh, we are there to lead change, to advance health, and and to to be there for the folks uh, when we're when we're called upon to be there. I love what you said about being part of the decision making at the sharp end of care. And our listeners know I often say if more leaders were nurses, the world would be a better place. And, you know, a part of that is really being a leader in so many different areas. It's wonderful to be a leader of nurses at the bedside. It's wonderful to be a leader in um, kind of more traditional healthcare roles. But imagine if nurses were leaders across the spectrum there. Um, again, at that uh, being part of decision making at the sharp end of care. That's what that one's going <laughs> to stay with me. I love that. Um, you have some uh, specific actions that you're leading at University of Houston around leadership with your staff and, and some of the things that you do with your students. Could you share some of those with us? Sure. The we look at at, a, at the educational level of students and, you know, whether we're an associate degree, diploma, nurse, or baccalaureate, um, master's, or doctorally prepared, we have different levels of how we teach leadership. Um, and so, yes, leadership in, in very many different ways. But one of the things that we do here at the University of Houston is we make sure that our students know that when they graduate from us, they are going to be called upon to be leaders. And I mean that in a very sincere way, that word call. Calling is like a vocation. So not only are we nurses, but but we have to be those leaders. And some of the things that we do very specifically when we have our spring forums, for example, we always focus on the concept of leadership. You cannot just say, I'm a born leader. Well, you may be. You may have that charisma, but you have to learn how to lead. So we have to teach our students how to lead. They have to meet leaders. They have to hear the stories of leaders and how people became leaders. They have to uh, network. Uh, They have to see that leader's story reflect in their own story. So, oh, my goodness, I would aspire to be like Kathy Driscoll, for example. I want a (laughs) student to see her and hear her and say, that's who I want to be someday. So they can't know they want to be you someday unless they hear from you, for example. So we certainly make sure that our students get to meet and be part of leadership events. We also have the word leadership twice, twice in our mission statement, because we truly believe that leadership is something that nurses need to be. And I think also we need to write the story. So everybody, we want them to say, yes, when we hire a nurse who graduated from the University of Houston, we can be assured that that person is going to be a nurse leader. We want to script that story ahead of the because if not, guess what? Somebody will tell us what our, our our alumni will be like. So we do this very purposefully, and we empower our students to feel that way as well, to teach them um, the concepts of, of leadership. So um, I, I really think for so long we have been those 
quiet caretakers, and we we really need to move ourselves forward and and emulate uh, leadership. One of my goals for our faculty is that every one of our faculty members will sit on a board. They all are very smart people. All of them have doctoral degrees, if not all master's degrees in nursing. They all should have something to say to other people, and people will want to listen to them. So how do you become on a board? You know, we're, we're taking classes and learning that ourselves, but moving forward and saying we're we are going to model uh, what we hope our, our graduates will eventually model someday. So those are some of the specific things that we've done uh, at the University of Houston College of Nursing on the topic of leadership. And I can hear your passion about it. And as, as we've uh, spoken about several times, we share that. And I think it is so admirable that that's really woven into the curricula at University of Houston. And that's something that, um, you know, you really model for um, the folks that go through your programs there. Um, because we really, as you said, we need to be deliberate about building nurses as leaders. Um, we need to grow and develop into every role that we have in life, and being a leader is no different. Having nurses and exe- on executive management teams and other critical leadership positions is just so important. Um, and I think that we both would encourage everybody listening to continue to pursue personal and professional growth by continuing education, really seeking those opportunities for mentorship, being exposed to a variety of nurses with a variety of talents and and really taking those opportunities. I know that um, we had some folks that partnered uh, with University of Houston on your spring forum, and I think that was an amazing experience for everyone. And they were so impressed by the students that attended and their interest and their um, their growth. And, and it was just a, a, a great event for everybody. But there's lots of things and we all should be seeking opportunities to develop and exercise leadership skills. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I want to give one really quick example of how I think everybody who is a nurse can step up. And it's something that we do teach our students, and hopefully um, during the forum you saw that. But And I do this myself because a lot of times people do not think I am a nurse. So if you are a nurse, introduce yourself by saying, hi, my name is Catherine Tart, and I am a registered nurse. And watch what people say, even in that statement of who you are and that you are a registered nurse, will make people have a double take when they when they look at you because people really want to know what you have to say as a nurse. They know that nurses are highly educated. They know that they care for the public at our most vulnerable times. Uh, they've all been touched by a nurse. And, and honestly, they know that we're the number one trusted profession. So don't be afraid. You have a really unique, sweet spot in the world of healthcare by being a registered nurse. And so I think if we just say who we are and what we do, that in itself will allow people to start listening to us because they do want to hear what we have to say. And and we really are nurse leaders. We just have to give ourselves permission to be that. That's great advice, Dean Tart. Nurses really should be full partners with physicians, with other healthcare professionals, um, and really be drivers in redesigning the healthcare system in the United States. 
And I'll say it one more time, if more nurses were leaders, the world would be a better place. So I want to thank you very much, Dean Tart, for sharing some of your time with us today, for sharing the passion you have for developing nurses and for developing leaders. We really appreciate it, and we appreciate the work that you do at University of Houston and look forward to lots of partnership with both of our organizations. Thank you so much, Kathy. Thank you for being a nurse, and thank you to all your nurses for being nurses because they are very special and they are leaders. Absolutely. Thank you. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to today's episode. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play by searching the words, The Voice of Humana Nurses. And we'd love to hear from you as well. So send us an email at chiefnursingofficer at humana.com and give us your comments and your suggestions about topics or people you want to hear about or hear from. So until next time, be well. 